Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Champions are made on Sundays. World champs, baby! Congratulations to the Super Bowl champion. Legends are made on Sundays. Really good breakfast is made on Sundays. Get me a vodka rocks. Mom, it's breakfast. And a piece of toast. It's Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher. Featuring the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, and college football's biggest games. And a look ahead at today's NFL action. Herbert stops, launches deep. Jalen Guyton, he's got it! Touchdown, Chargers! What Football Sunday, Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Well, we're just watching Mike Evans drop a bomb from Tom Brady that would have put the Buccaneers up 7-0. That was not just a drop. That was, that a, was a juggle. A massive drop. Like, toss up in the air, and it flies another 10, 15 yards forward. It doesn't get any easier than that, especially for a receiver like Mike Evans. And you know Brady is you know, blurting out all type of expletives right now because they just missed that. This is Hour 2 Football Sunday. Rashad in the number one seat now. Joe just on the other side of the wall. I, I feel you, bro. Can't see you, but I definitely feel you, fam. Um Hey, you will might uh, you you might be able to see me very 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 soon. I, man, I, I, the, not the, like actually like in person. I'll be real, that, the, but the, during a show. So a lot of guys are really you know if you've listened to the station before, you know the situation that we've moved from the location you know that was kind of off of McAdam, and we are now or on Bancroft, and uh, we are now here. No more in, spaghetti leftovers out of the dumpster for no, us. No, I mean, which kind of sucks is those meatballs, bro. So good. But bussin, as the kids say, bussin, you know, but we're here, you know, kind of in, in the Pearl area. What and what I think is a nice building at first, everyone's like, oh, that sucks. It's it, it, it's uh, yeah. modern, but old school. Yeah, I mean, it I, is a really old building. It's yeah, like it's like years an old, old, like, I don't want to, I don't know if it's a firehouse. I There's don't know cracks what this was. in the beam. I don't know if that's, uh, you know, seismic regulation, earthquake regulation, oh, we but still, yeah, we can fix that. <laughs> Either way, throw just, some spackle in it. We're good. They've been building these studios for a few weeks now and to say it's starting to come together is is an understatement man they look super cool there's a nice little couch in there that people can sit on or do whatever they're doing there <laughs> like four tvs is that what you do with couches yeah man i heard among other things but 
You know, so I'm liking the studio, and I know a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to suck, and it's this, and it's like, no, man, this is this is actually really cool. You know, so I like the new area in here. Got a couple what I, what looks like confessional booths. I don't know what these are quite yet, but uh, well, we're we'll going to, yeah, we're going to have a reality show, uh, something like, you know, real world, we should. real radio. We should. We'll have some cameras set up in there for the show hosts and personalities to we just should. basically rip on their co-hosts or their producers or anything they want and then promptly get fired. So so we wanted to, or at least me and Joe have been talking about something, or I've been talking about something with Joe, and um, we hear y'all. We feel you, and I know we're getting to the end of the fantasy season. That means there's a lot of playoffs that are coming up. It's crazy to say we're getting to the end. We're like at the middle right now of a fantasy season, but uh, we're going to bring back our fantasy scramble in some form or fashion. We're going to bring it back. Will we be doing 30 minutes of start-sit? Probably not. However, we do want to make sure that we uh, kind of give our football expertise and get our guy Jesse back on to make sure he gives all of his football knowledge because he knows all this crap and everything. So that's coming up, uh, not this week, but it's coming up soon. So just be on the lookout for Fantasy Scramble coming back. But today, man, we've got some NFL to talk. A couple returning players, one of which plays for for, – our guy Joe's team, Dak Prescott returns. Also, Tua returns. DeAndre Hopkins returns. What do we expect from each of those teams, and how can those teams protect their star assets? We'll talk about that. And also, I want to play a little game with Joe. It's called Fill in the Blank. What? I'm gonna, yeah, right. You're, you're catching me off guard on this. Sunday. I know, right? I know, right? I just want I to see like how game. you. Yeah, I just want to see how you. So I'm going to ask Joe some questions, most of which are NFL related, and you just have to fill in the blank. Should I find some hokey background music while doing this? If you'd like to, hokey background music is always okay. good. Uh, and then you know, I want to know who. I wonder the if we have yakety sacks in our uh, library. Oh, find it, find it. We have to. I mean, we're a radio station. We probably should, right? <laughs> Yeah. There should yeah. be like eight copies of it. Yeah. And then we're just going to talk about some of our biggest surprises, one of which for me is the New York Giants, who just happened to score a touchdown on the Jaguars right now. But we're going to talk about the biggest surprises, either good or bad, in the NFL this season. Of course, Joe mentioned the Blazers, so we can't finish this. We can't not do the, do the whole show and not mention the Blazers. So it's football Sunday. But, uh... but you know, when your team is first in the, in the NBA, you know, you, you have to go ahead and, and talk about them. But first, like I said – couple returning guys. We saw Tua Tagovailoa go down with just that terrible concussion. Uh, they end up playing a few games later, and now he is officially back for the Miami Dolphins. Dak Prescott went down with the – was it finger, Joe? Thumb? Yes, fractured yeah, – Fractured uh, thumb? Uh, fractured thumb, correct. Fractured thumb, and now he is back to take over the reins as the Cowboys quarterback. And also, Nuck, Nuck if you buck, is on the field today. For the uh, for the Cardinals, so they played Thursday. Thursday, excuse me, he played Thursday for the Cardinals, tore it up too, and killed it. So we know how he did back. But Joe, I want to ask you, to attack of Iloa, we all saw it, we all heard about it. It was the big talk of the NFL and really a lot of the country for a couple of weeks. What are your expectations for this Miami Dolphins team and to attack Iloa as they continue, um, hopefully this this season that they're having? Well, I think uh, today's going to be a great test because it's uh, against the Steelers team who are not performing up to par offensively are still fantastic defense, right? So I think that will be uh, a good test for Tua to come back to. But also, the Dolphins might have to say, you guys, we need to get this back on the right track because we were 3-0, now we're 3-3. Like, right. We can't go back to being below a 500 team. Like After we beat the Bills, everybody was saying, hey, we got a two-man race now maybe for the AFC East. The a lot of people had the Dolphins make the playoffs. So obviously when you're not when you don't have your quarterback and he's missing, you're not going to be at your best. 
But uh, Tua, this is his, I believe, first game back since the Bengals, him obviously leaving that game. But, um, man, he had that great game against the Ravens. Again, they beat the Bills. Like, things were in the on the right track, and things went to a screeching halt once that horrific head injury happened. Um, but, again, I, I like this matchup for him, for the Steelers. And then I'm liking my uh, matchup for my boy Dak. Uh, as much as I like Dan Campbell and the, the kneecap biters out there in Detroit, uh, I do like Dak having to come back against one of the more porous defense in the league. That that makes me happy. No, yeah, Dak Prescott on the field again for the Dallas Cowboys right now in Detroit or versus Detroit, excuse me. And yeah, you know, as he as we watch him make a, a great pass across the middle for you know like that, that's a three, that's a good yards. quarterback right there. Just a little check down. Let me get you six seven. Bam. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where where Dak. Uh, thrives Cooper but Rush also can't do that but also where he where the where the uh, a lot of the criticism comes from is sometimes I feel like Dak checks down a lot and uh you don't want him to be that guy sometimes you want it to get the ball down the field with guys like CD Lamb so I can imagine if you're a Cowboys fan like like you are Joe it can be kind of frustrating at times um uh, to watch that happen but Dak Prescott is could potentially be one of those guys that wins MVP right I liken Dak Prescott to somebody like a and mind you, I don't think he plays like these in any, in, in any regard. But something like a Cam Newton, something like a Matt Ryan, who we know they're good enough, but they haven't been able to put it all together at one time. But when they do get it together at one time, it's a phenomenal season. It's an MVP-like season. I think Dak Prescott has the personnel around him to be able to make that happen. He has a defense around him that can make that happen. I think Micah Parsons is a stud. And... I think he's the best defender in, in football right now. However, you know, there's a lot of guys that people can can say that about. But I, personally, that's what he, he's he's all over the place. He's everywhere. You got to go throw two or three three guys at him just to make sure that he's not as disruptive as he is. I say all that to say that Dak Prescott. I don't think he's great, but he could be the MVP just if he has a great season and everything works around him. The run game is finally working the way it's supposed to. The offensive line looks like it did and. 2014 or whatever the case is, he could make real noise. But I think there's a lot of things that have to happen. He's not going to be able to carry a team himself the way maybe an Aaron Rodgers would have carried an offense. Well, and that's why that's why he he won't ever win an MVP is because the more you depend on Dak, um, you know, as much as I dislike Colin Coward for this take because it is against Dak and I he's just one of my favorites out there. The more you depend on Dak, the less successful this team gets. You need to be balanced. Um, it seems like when the Cowboys have Cooper Rush out there, they do everything in the world to protect him and not make mistakes and not risk turning the ball over, not put yourself in these risky situations, whereas Dak is a better quarterback, so they feel like they can do that sometimes. But also right now, play to your strengths. You have an amazing defense. You have two running backs that are more than capable. I'm not going to say they're great because Zeke has literally had – he's had less yards every season he's been in the NFL in his career. So the amount of yardage he's getting per year has gone down year by year. So you don't have to depend on him as much. You got a guy like Tony Pollard, who's a great right. uh, you know, change of pace back that is quick, speedy, shifty, whereas Zeke's got to hope plow ahead for four or five yards. Sometimes he doesn't even do that, which drives me nuts. But again, you have those two more than capable running backs. Zeke is a great blocker. So when you need those passing situations, you throw him in there as a uh, blocker for Dak. But again, play to those running backs. Play to the defense. You know, the, it, you have these assets. 
use those rather than depending all on Dak. And I know you're giving him a lot of money to essentially be the guy, but I've seen it now a few years where it's the more you make him do, yeah, it works out more times often than not, but it usually doesn't work out when you need it most, and that's them winning playoff games. We're going to get ready to break, but quick. uh, Arizona Cardinals got knocked back. They're 3-4 and now. What do you expect for them for the rest of the season? Um, I don't, man, I just, I know, right? I, I really don't like them. <laughs> it's like, I, I'm really like Cliff King, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray clearly don't like each other. Um, I do feel age, like, man. I do feel like Kyler Murray was a little bit more candid last week and did own up for some of the offensive efficiencies. So, um, not, this was before the Thursday game. This was last Sunday. So he wasn't, didn't seem as pouty and, might be trying to step up, but he he's saying, man, that being the car the Cardinals, this is hard. That it's the hardest it's come since his rookie year. That the offensive game for the Cardinals right now, it, it it's tough. Everything is tough for them. So I I just don't. When a quarterback is saying that, I don't believe him, and I wouldn't be surprised if this is Kingsbury's last year if he even makes it to the end of the year. Well, I like it. I love it. Good stuff. Coming up, man, we're going to play a fun game with Joe. Hopefully he found some some really cool music for us. He's just going <laughs> to fill in the blank. It'll be fun. I have a lot of choices. I'm looking at all the different. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure whichever one you some choose. Some of these songs would fit, and then some of them would just not, which makes them even better. I say close your eyes and pick. I think <laughs> there's no wrong answers, and we're going to do that next on Football Sunday. On the- this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. 
well, this isn't what I expected, but I'll take it. Oh, well, no. This I is, mess with it. This, this can this can ride. <laughs> this is just the bump back music. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, this is okay. I'm okay with this. So, it is, what, 1020. Joe and I are going to play a little game. Or more so, Joe is going to play a game. Fantastic. And it's going to be called Fill in the Blank. Real easy. Fill in the blank. You know, so uh, I'm going to ask Joe a question. Joe, can fill in the blank. Sounds easy enough, right? That does. That right. does sound pretty easy. Okay. All right. Okay. Ready for the my music choice? Go for it. Okay. I'm a big <laughs> X-Files fan, so yeah, that's that's fine. The movie sucked, but the series, unbelievable. After Mad TV when you're young. Okay. I'm trying to solve mysteries here. I'm trying to fill in said blanks. Well, I got you. I got you. There, some of these are going to be mysteries, but some these of them should be pretty easy. paranormal blanks okay. that have nothing in them. Want to get started? Sure. Considering our game yesterday uh, that we both attended in Eugene, Oregon, the best college stadium is... Hmm. Well, I'd have to go with uh, with Autzen Stadium. Okay. Fair enough. All right, that's it. Is there an answer? I don't know. Is there? No, this is your answer. <laughs> I, thought your you answer. Were, I thought you were going to give me an answer here. No. And just be like, no, Joe, blank. it is incorrect. Yeah, it is actually this. No, these are these are your answers. I'm just curious as to what you think. You know, I personally, I'm, I'm going to say having uh, been there, um, Death Valley, it's pretty dope. Uh, it's a different place. Um, and, you know, I think anything SEC is, is going to be an incredible site. And it's like twice the size of what Austin is. So it's super crazy. So that's what I'm going to say. Well, okay. my well-traveled uh, college exploits have taken me to the raucous stadiums of uh, Austin Stadium for a Ducks game and Hillsborough Stadium for a Portland State Vikings right. game. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, again, college football not well-traveled over here. Watch the Hops play? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. love it. I love um, it. So, yeah, I mean – to me, it's Autzen. If there was a game that I wanted to go see a stadium, though, um, you know, it's got to be in the South, I feel. I agree. And I, I think it's just got to be an SEC team that is not good enough because they're not, like, full of themselves. So maybe, like, an Ole Miss tailgate and uh, go watch some hotty toddy. Huh. Um Maybe a, you know, LSU fan, they can get, you know, they can get up in their britches a little bit. Hey, so. hey, hey. I mean, if you, until you've had some uh, grilled gator or some fried gator See, and that's, at LSU, hey, man, it's it's a different vibe. Okay. And I, I feel like there is a school down there where that stadium tailgate, that entire experience, it's like, okay, yeah, book it. That's the one to go to. Okay. okay. But so, yes, Autzen is the best stadium in college football, bar none. So many great receivers right now in, in the NFL, and there's always a debate. It tends to change every year. Joe Fisher, the best receiver in football is? The best receiver in football. I am going to have to go with the guy that just won the Triple Crown, Cooper Cup which isn't exactly a hot take, but I was not on that side for a while. I think that uh, the best wide receiver um, wide receiver in the league, that argument tends to change basically per season. Yeah, every season. Who has the best you know, stats. Receiver and corner every year. Exactly. So, But the way that Cooper Cup not only has speed, but his route running, 
And the way that he has came back, we can't forget from having a knee injury, ACL missing a season to what he is now. I mean, to me, hats off, dude. Is he going to go up and sky over a dude and moss him? Is he a 6'4 athletic freak? No, but that's what impresses me even more is I tell guys all the time that the ones that don't have those physical traits where they can just overpower or outrun someone, they got to depend on that technique, right? Doing the little things correct to give themselves the advantage. That's why I'm such a um, huge Amari Cooper fan. Best route runner in the game, right? I agree. So Cooper Cup, he has a mix of just speed, strength, route running, all of it, that last year his uh, triple crown season was not a fluke. Everybody saw it here when he was at Eastern Washington. So um, Cooper uh, Cooper Cup until I see otherwise. Yeah, I'm going Stephon Diggs. Uh, I just think he can do everything. You're talking about guys that are able to run routes too. Uh, He always finds himself open, and a lot of times by a lot. So for me, it's, it's Stephon Diggs. Okay, moving on. The first coach, well, well, first I'll preface my comments by saying uh, the Raiders, the Lions, the Panthers, the Saints, uh, Arizona. You mentioned the Commanders. Lots of trash teams right now, including the Texans and possibly even Pittsburgh. Which coach, the first coach fired, will be? First coach fired. Yeah, let's look at those bottom feeders, shall we? Well, we already had Matt Rule fired, so um, there is one. He's out. But... Uh, other coaches that could get fired. I don't even know who the Texans head coach is. Is that Lovey Smith over there? Is it Lovey Smith? I'm pretty sure it's Lovey Smith. If it's Lovey Smith, then yes, he probably will be fired soon. Um, man, I'm pretty sure Bears there on the new head coach. Um, I could see the Commanders getting rid of Ron Rivera, maybe before the end of the season if things just start going downhill. I know he's a great guy, but he publicly called out his quarterback the other week. Whether he was right or not, (laughs) it was not a good look. And the commanders are just, they don't look good on either side of the ball right now. They just, it's tough to be excited about anything for Washington. So I'm going to go Ron Rivera. How about that? Okay. I think, and I think if Washington fires anybody and it's not Dan Snyder, (laughs) <laughs> First, then I think there's right. bigger problems in Washington than just Ron Rivera. But well, I, again, I, I mean, that might be the catalyst, right? Like, why the hell is he firing Ron Rivera? The problem is much, much more than that in Washington. Well, and this is a good segue because outside of Ron Rivera, the NFC uh, East has been incredibly competitive this year. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are sitting at 6-0. and The Giants are 5-1. and The Dallas Cowboys are at 4-2. Joe, the winner of the NFC East will be. Come on. Don't and be for real. Like, I get it, but be real. Come on. I, I honestly don't think that gap between the Eagles and the Cowboys is uh, that big, I even do. after last week. I do. Um, I, I know a lot of people do, but I just don't think it is. I think that defense is amazing. Um, I think the Cowboys by the end of the year could be competing for that top spot in the NFC East. And I think at the end of the season, Cowboys, Eagles in Dallas. That could be for the division right there, man. It's still a lot of lot of football to be played. And if you would have told me after week one that the Cowboys right now would be at four and two, I would not have believed you, plain and simple. After that week one performance against Tampa Bay, I was I did not have a lot of faith, but they have gone three and one now since uh Dak left. So yeah, the, the trajectory of the season and how this team has performed has totally changed my expectations of what they can be. Okay. Uh 
Only a couple games. And I'm biased and a Cowboys fan. And, of course, I think I'm going to win. They're going to win the division and Super Bowl every year because I'm just – I do this to myself every year. That's just what happens. So last one, there's a a game five coming up and a game four in the uh, uh, end with hopes of grounding a new World Series champion. Mm -hmm. So uh, I want to ask you this. The Padres, the Phillies, the Astros, the Yankees, all Biden for an opportunity to play in the World Series. The winner of the World Series will be. The winner of the World Series, unfortunately, and I feel my stomach turning and wrenching at me. And I, uh, oh God, I, I almost literally threw up right on air. The Houston Astros are going to uh, win the World Series. And I'm going to play this just as our uh, last little background music here while we're waiting. And it's basically, <laughs> it's basically dedicated to the Astros. Oh, so. man. Hey, man. The, the Astros are the biggest cheaters in the world, but also might be the most talented team they baseball's been, had in the past decades. They have so, been the most consistent. Ooh, text line, uh, Nathaniel Hackett in Denver as far as coaches getting fired. First. Ooh, that's a good one. That Nobody good saw one. that coming. Russell Wilson should be fired right along with him. But yeah, so, the, to be the baseball guy for you, Rashad, um, the Astros have been the most consistent throughout the entire season. Um, they are they're up 3-0 on the Yankees, and... Um, they just look like they're on a mission. Jordan Alvarez is one of the best hitters in baseball. I mean, it's they're looking very, very scary. They're at looking this very point. Astros-like because they've it looked looks, like this for the past few years. So yes, this it, isn't new. This isn't news to anyone, and so nobody wants the Astros to win for obvious reasons. But dang it, it looks like they're on their way. Yeah, man, to a potential World Series. So, it, it's kind of inevitable. I feel. Well, thanks for playing, Joe. Hey, I'm glad that we got through that first question as far as what the hell was going on. You want to talk about a real X-Files mystery is what yeah. the whole fill-in-the-blank segment was going to be. But Yeah, yeah, and now you know. But uh, <laughs> speaking of surprises, that's what we're going to talk about next. Who are the biggest surprises in the NFL? Best teams, worst teams, best player, worst players. Ron Rivera coaching, all those things. Biggest surprises, that's coming up next. But first, Joe is sports. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're listening to Football Sunday with Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. And my best receiver just went out as Amah Ross St. Brown 
just decided he doesn't want to play anymore and get hurt. He's so, not uh, not operating smoothly? I guess not, man. But we, or I, was going to, you know, we were talking about, man, which, which players, which teams kind of uh, surprise us. But, you know, I've got some... Uh, some different ways to put it, you know, this year. So I wanted to know, like, for me, uh, a player that just came, I don't want to say came out of nowhere because I don't think nowhere is is the correct thing to to kind of say, but um, a player that kind of caught us all by surprise uh, was Geno Smith. I don't think anybody thought that the that the Seattle Seahawks should be any anywhere near competitive this year. And – while they're not winning games on a consistent level, currently they're at 500 and 3 and 3. Um, at this point in the season, Sands Russell Wilson, um, I, I wasn't really expecting a whole, whole lot from Geno Smith. And he's kind of come out of nowhere and been able to keep this uh, Seattle team afloat. And, and uh, mind you, they're pretty much they're tied for first place in the NFC West. All the NFC West teams up top were all three. And three, obviously, the uh, Arizona played this Thursday, so they're three and four. But they're all just as regular as the other teams. So for me, if you're asking me who I should be surprised with, it's the fact that the Seahawks are three and three. The world, uh, the world champions are also at three and three. The San Francisco 49ers, who uh, just made a huge trade for Christian McCaffrey, are also sitting at three and three. And if you're asking who the best quarterback is of the four of those teams, Geno Smith is clearly at the bottom of that list yes yes i would agree um as far as yeah, like biggest player surprises um you know i would say that uh really what matt ryan is doing in indianapolis is pretty awesome after the first game of the season did not look like that was uh, it was going to go well for the colts and then leading up to that you know the funny thing is leading up to leading up to that game against the chiefs with the colts i believe it was uh, dirt and sprague had one of their betting guys on there and they said man i got colts outright and i was like man hey Maybe these, again, maybe these Vegas guys know something that we don't. And really the Colts, since that game one, have looked the part. And they, to me, at the moment, are the best team in the AFC uh, South, I believe is what it is, if I'm getting my geography correct. Yes. Um, You know, Jaguars, obviously Texans aren't any good. And then Titans, eh, well, they go as Derrick Henry goes. So... To me, Matt Ryan is a single player that has been surprising to me this year as far as how he has performed. But as far as uh, teams go, um, gosh, I just had the conference or the conference, the standings up. But uh, I hate to say it because they're in the division. New York Giants, man. The whole state of New York, really. Oh, You're yeah. looking at the Giants and uh, Jets uh, combined a 9-3. and three. You know, Jets at 4-2, and two, Giants at 5-1. and one. So good start. Um We'll see if they can keep it going. What makes it even nicer about the Giants is that one loss coming against the Cowboys. So, I mean, that makes it a little easier to swallow. But, um, yeah, I would say that the Giants are definitely the biggest surprise to me. And it's funny what happens when you have a uh, completely healthy uh, Saquon Barkley, no? Oh, absolutely. Uh, that's Actually, it's a great segue for my next question because the next one was going to be, man, who has had the biggest come-up of the year? And so, obviously, you just mentioned um, the New York Giants, but – you got to mention the New, the New York Jets are second right now in the AFC East. And then you also got to throw in a team like the the Chargers, which we all kind of saw coming. It's been a slow build for the Chargers, but they're there. But for me, uh, as an AFC East guy, because that's where my team is in the Patriots, I'm super surprised in what this Jets team is doing. 
the fact that they're sitting here at four and two uh, with, I don't want to say an opportunity for them uh, to win today, but because uh, they're playing the who? Who are they playing? The Packers? Who are the Jets? Yeah, the Packers. No, the Broncos. They have the Broncos today. So this is a winnable game uh, for the Jets. So that's a team that, honestly, they've been a, a bottom feeder and kind of a joke, right? We talk bad about the Jets. And so for them to be in this position, you mentioned the, the Giants, but the New York Jets, like who would have thought? The Jets, the Bills, the Giants are all sitting atop of the football world right now. You know the city, the state of New York is filling themselves, as always. Uh, that AFC East should be a fun competitive conference uh, to finish out the year. I mean, as long as Tua can stay healthy and not borderline die again, um, Dolphins should be entertaining. Bill's obviously entertaining. Your Patriots, man, you weren't uh, high on them to start the year, but they're at 500. They're at 500, you know, and mind you, I'm trying not to bag too much on my team or expect too much from them because I understand, you know, what it is and what the situation is. So win or or lose, I'm like, okay, you know, know, here's the thing, Joe. I've been eating cake for dinner for the past decade or two two, two decades or so. Uh, You can't be mad when there's no more cake for dinner. You know, it's, 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 it's all good. So we've been spoiled as Patriots fans, and now, you know, you just have to go through these down periods, and that's kind of what's happening for them now. 500 is great, but that's never the goal when you're a Pats. You want to hear my cake story? Go ahead. I was fed cake from ages zero to five, and now I just talk about how I had all this awesome cake when I was zero to five. <laughs> that's basically that's how, a good one. That's cake, basically how, God, Mike, that cake, what cake tastes like in the 90s was so good. Man, the stuff they can put in in the 90s. Some of the was, best cake. Seriously, absolutely. I Cocaine mean, cake is the what it filling. Was. Michael Irvin's powdered sugar that was on it. Oh, man. Had us all going. Had everybody going for a while. That okay. was powdered sugar, right? No, it was not powdered sugar. Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble there. Uh, biggest fall off so far. And the one that you're most surprised about. And for me, I have a bunch of them. You know, I have a, not a bunch of them, but a, a, enough. And it's hard to say they've fallen off because they're sitting at 3-3. Three and three, But I'm really surprised in what I see from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers thus far this season. We just saw Mike Evans drop a sure... Uh, touchdown earlier today, and that's kind of been a their season. Just want to make nutshell. sure you said most disappointing. No, I said just the biggest fall off. Biggest fall off. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to call it disappointing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at this point in the season, was I expecting them to be at three and three? No, they they've always been a five and five and one, four and two at the very most. So for them to be three and three says they're incredibly regular right now and this is this is at this point in the season this is the worst that we've ever seen the buccaneers look and you know what some of these teams that have fallen off are in the bottom half of like the standings you can make the justification for some of these that it's like you're not entirely surprised even if they had a good season last year like the uh, the raiders right yes they got got Devontae adams but last year they were winning a lot of close games that they shouldn't i think they were kind of galvanized uh, by the John Gruden incident, and um, it's escaping me who uh, the receiver is that um, you know went to jail last year for the DUI. But um, gosh, it's just blanking me. But again, yeah, last year was a very odd season for the Raiders, where I think they just kind of rallied around their team, and now some of those things are starting to not you know come to fruition this year. Um, and again, that's obviously totally off the field stuff, right? There's something happening on the field where it's McDaniels and Carr aren't in sync yet. But um, the Raiders, again, I don't think that's surprising that they're not good. The Steelers, I don't think it's surprising that they're not good. They're two and four. We had a feeling their offense was going to take a step back. Browns, again, they don't have their starting quarterback. 
the Commanders. I would say the biggest fallout is probably the Broncos because of just all the offseason hype, right? It wasn't so much from last year to this year, but they get Russell, new head coach from Green Bay. You would th- a lot of people are high on Denver and them being at two and four, two and four, and they're scoring what 13, 14 points a game. That, that's got to be one of, if not the top in the league as far as fall offs go. No, absolutely. And, and it's hard, you know, Russell Wilson, like five touchdowns, two or three interceptions at this point. Not Russell Wilson. He was definitely going to be one of those fall offs for me, but there's so many of them that you could talk about this year in the NFL that, you know, we, we would need a whole other show to talk about all the people that have been, or t- people or teams that have been kind of disappointing. But uh, what's not disappointing is the fact that we get to start the season talking about the Trailblazers being 2-0. and So we're going to tie a bow on this puppy when we get back and just talk a little bit about our Zers as we start our season. Best team in the Western Conference. I love to say <laughs> it, and I'm going to keep saying it until it's not the truth anymore. We're going to talk about that next here on Football Sunday on The Fan. You are my fire and the one desire belief when i say i want it that way football sunday rashad and joe on the odyssey app and 1080 gonna do some background (laughs) uh i want you to try and guess who that is when you say is that swag that is correct yeah Blowing. It's a good song, bro. <laughs> yeah, get me into my karaoke in here right now. We he, won't do that. He sounds like he wants to die. No. Yeah, I like his baritone that he has. <laughs> I love it. I, I needed to play that for you. That happened uh, last week. That was uh, Swag repaying his uh, bet to Dirt and Sprague for some reason. I don't know what the bet was, but um, yeah. Dear God, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Shout out to Swag for being a good sport, man. You know what I mean? Like I would say that the the Blazer season's going a little bit smoother than that performance. So right far, so damn good. Trailblazers. chance, baby. Let's go. Let's go. We're almost there. We got 82 more of these joints to go, and then we're going to go from there. But so far, man, it's it's almost impossible to not watch this Blazers team and be somewhat inspired to say that, okay, Maybe. That's it. They got that dog in them, Maybe. Rashad. And you know what? When you're undersized, because that was you know a big thing that I know you and I had talked about before, was the fact that they're just so small after Nurkic gets on, off the floor. And what you when you're small, you got to have a lot of heart. You got to be willing to play defense. You have to be will, be willing uh, to do a lot of the dirty work. And what I see in this Blazers team is a bunch of guys that aren't superstars. And if we're being honest, we'll probably never be considered superstars, but that doesn't mean they can't be great components to a winning team. And when you got guys like Justice Winslow, who I've loved since he was, you know, at Kansas, you know, when you got guys like that, Texas, I'm te- or not Texas, my bad, uh, Duke, Duke. Yeah, it was Duke. Excuse me. Yeah. Duke. Uh, but when you've got guys like that, and then when you bring in and he hasn't played yet, but when you bring in Gary Payton jr, who, you know, is a dog on defense, when you bring in guys like, uh, like like Josh Hart, who you know can be a dog on defense. Those are the type of players you need to be to be able to protect guys like Dame. You know, to be, make it to where Dame doesn't have to work as hard as he does. And then on the flip side, now you got you have somebody that just got a big contract. He, they paid him like a superstar, which means they expect 
him to be a superstar. And so far, um, I look at I look at uh, at Anthony Simons and say, this kid's got it. That shot to end the game against uh, against Phoenix was all confidence. Bro, that's he is the skyhook god. I have seen him make that type of shot multiple t- times now, where he he like I said, skyhook god Anthony Simons now, where he goes run into the lane and just does a little whoop right over the top with the off arm. Man, it's he's balling out. That was fantastic to see. Yeah, he hit, hit a huge three late in the fourth. I want to say to. Help them uh, tie it back up. Um, dude, this Blazers team, I had a feeling I was going to like this squad. Jeremy Grant, super aggressive. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing. That's, you know, you have, to, you have to really tip your hat to Jeremy Grant because he's come into a situation where, you know, once you've been a man in the NBA, it's hard to go back to being a supporting role, right? Once you go from being a guy that can average 20 and, you know, 20 and 6, 20 and 7 or something like that, and then have to go to a situation to where you're not even the second option, you're you're the third, and in, in a lot of ways, like, you know, that's that's hard to do for guys. But Jeremy Grant has been able to step in, and you see his uh, his influence immediately. You know, defensively, you see what he's able to do, and how he's able to pick up you know some some really athletic fours uh, along the along the wing. You know, coming in averaging off top about fifteen and a half points, six rebounds. That's what you needed. Like I've always said, the Blazers have always needed every not just the Blazers, but every team needs a third guy, and that third guy doesn't have to give you twenty. If he can, that's awesome. But if he can give you fifteen, five and five across the board, man, that's a solid team because some of those fifteen, some nights are going to be twenty and twenty-five and other things. But you're expecting him to get you right around fifteen. And if Jeremy Grant can be that guy for you, while Simons is going to average twenty and Dame is going to put up twenty. 26, 27, whatever he's going to do. Like now all of a sudden you've got a chance to win. And now you've got a player on the perimeter and that can make things happen down low for you if you need that can, that can change your, your, uh, your whole offense. So, so far in this small sample, two-game sample size we've got, man, I've been so impressed with what I've seen from Portland. Well, and what I, what I want to make sure I don't do myself is put undue pressure and expectations on this Blazers team because coming into the season – I expected good things for this team where people are saying, like, yeah, I could see the Blazers, you know, 7-8, you know, at the best, 6-seed. I'm like, bro, I don't want to be – at the worst, I want to be the 6-seed with this Blazers team. Like, I honestly just think that there's enough athleticism, defensive um, mentality on here. I, again, like, Anthony Simons at shooting guard, I just absolutely love his length and athleticism. And I feel like it's something we haven't had with CJ over the last years where it's like, if it's a fast break, I can see Ant going and slamming that in rather than putting up, you know, the soft layup off the backboard that has a chance of getting blocked, right? And again, with um, Winslow, his defensive prowess, with Grant, his length. It, the other night when he had that put-back dunk he, where he just basically jumped over two guys and put it right back in, it's just like, dude, that's something we haven't had at the wing in years, I say we Blazers. Th- this is the type of stuff that gets me excited. The yeah. the la- uh, lack of length and size, yes, concerning. But again, Eubanks has played pretty good the first two games. I, again, I'm feeling this team, bro. It's been two games, but in in those two games, the the bigs that they face, and that's been the Blazers' biggest Achilles' heels. Like they get beat by bigs because there's no way to defend them, and Nurkic can't usually stay on the floor long enough. But you know, Sabonis is a great young big. And they did a good job of really containing him towards the end of that game. 
obviously DeAndre Ayton, how much of a savage move by Dame to step in and say, man, you did this before? <laughs> you shot these shots? Okay, I'm just asking, man. Yeah, do your I, thing. I want to say the quote that he said, he's like, do you think you can do this for your team and yeah. put, uh, win this game for him? And then he stepped back and said to the bench, hell nah. Yeah, <laughs> it hell was, nah. That yeah. was one of the more yeah, veteran savvy savage. moves savage, right there. Bro. That was great. Hey, two quick notes, Rashad. Oregon Ducks, now eighth in the country. Mm-hmm. They have moved up to 6-1, and I don't remember the second one because I'm just stoked about the Ducks being eighth. No, that's all that matters. As, as, as long as uh, I see Oregon State on that list at some point in the top 25, I'll be happy. I don't know if it's going to happen this week, but it better Second one, I know what it was. Wasn't it nice just to see Dame in Dame form? Oh, 100%. I think he he's looks back. good. I think he's back, baby. I think he's back. I hope he's back. I hope he's excited to play, so we'll see what's happening. Man, Joe... Thanks for uh, kicking it with me at the game. Thanks Always. for the extra brews afterwards. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. Uh, man, we're going to be back next Sunday. You know, love, as long as we don't get bumped off for any early games, we're going to be right here with you guys talking football, talking maybe some more Blazers. We'll see how well they do. So, for my guy Joe Fisher, I'm Rashad Taylor. We're going to see you all next week. Peace. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.